Let the church say amen. From the book of Joshua. Joshua chapter 4. Joshua chapter 4. I spoke with you on last week and shared that we'd be using this probably the rest of the month and we're going to go back and work some more. Joshua chapter 4, verse 6 and 7. These are the words you find there. Let's start at verse 5. And Joshua said unto them, Pass over before the ark of the Lord your God into the midst of the Jordan. Take ye up every man of you a stone upon his shoulders according to the number of tribes and the children of Israel. <clears throat> and this may be a sign among you that when your children ask their fathers in time to come, saying, What mean ye? By these stones, then ye shall answer them that the waters of the Jordan were cut off before the ark of the covenant of the Lord. And when it passed over Jordan, the waters of Jordan were cut off. These stones shall be a memorial unto the children of Israel forever. Amen. So we continue this week. We continue. What do these stones mean? What mean these stones? Last week, you will remember, started to share this story about this great leader, Joshua. Joshua, you remember, ended up with the task that Moses started of leading the children on into the land of promise. You, you will remember that they are coming now to the end of a 40-year journey, and now the promised land is in sight. But they've come to yet another challenge. Although the promised land is in sight, the challenge is this rushing Jordan River. The Jordan River is there. Get it now. Get it now. God has promised it to them. He has led them thus far to it. But now they are facing another obstacle. Are y'all hearing this? Get it now. Get it now. We are on our way to what God says is ours, but we keep running into obstacles. Y'all need to get that line right there. We're on our way to what God says is ours, but we keep running into obstacles. We've had to deal with lack of food. We've had to deal 
with lack of water. We've had to deal with poisonous snakes. We've had to deal with scorpions. We've had to deal with doubting spies. This whole journey has been filled with nothing but obstructions. God, if it's your will for me to have it, and you've already said it's mine, why then do I have to go through all of this? Why then do I have to go through all of these trials and obstacles to claim what you say is mine? Are y'all hearing this? God, why can't you just smooth the way and let me walk into my destiny? Oh, my brothers and my sisters, that sounds logical and it sounds simple. But the truth is, preparing a blessing for us is not a challenge to God at all. The challenge is preparing us to receive the blessing that he has. Y'all ain't hearing me. Preparing us to receive the blessing that he has for us. In other words, God has to prepare us for what he has prepared for us. God blesses us. But somehow, he does it in such a way that when we finally receive it, we know how to value and appreciate it. I just said something. Oh, you got some stuff for you, but by the time you get it, you will know how to value that thing. You will know how to appreciate it. Growing up, and we, we grew up, <laughs> I think the word, the proper word we use is mega fair. We were poor. <laughs> we were poor. And a lot of my friends, a lot of my friends, that their parents, you know, we, you know, we were kids playing baseball. We liked baseball. And our parents would go buy them gloves and all these nice gloves. And we had to catch balls with our bare hands. We wanted gloves, but, but, but. Their parents would get them gloves, and they would take those gloves. Sometimes they would uh, they, they, we'd leave the field. Sometimes they'd forget them and leave them on the field. One time, one of, the, one of the boys, one of the guys forgot and left it on top of the car, and somebody drove off with it. They just treat those gloves. But, but we had to work for hours. Y'all hearing this? We, yeah, no, nobody gave us a baseball glove. We'd have to go chop wood for folk, carry coal in for, for folk, and we'd tend to folks' hogs, carry people's cows out, just trying to get a nickel through so that we could buy a glove. But when we finally got that glove, <laughs> I don't ever remember laying my glove down anywhere. <laughs> Y'all hearing me, huh? Yeah, I never laid it on top of nobody. Matter of fact, I slept with that glove. Are y'all hearing me? See, it's a true statement. You don't hear it much, but easy come, easy go. We appreciated what we had because we had to go through some stuff. Are y'all hearing this? My brothers and my sisters, there, 
is a reason why we have to sigh sometimes. There's a reason why we have to cry sometimes. Stop complaining. God is preparing you for what he has prepared for you. In order to get a clear understanding, we, we, we've got to look at this promised land thing. We, we've got to, we really got to go back and revisit this and get it down right. Look at this proper, uh, the, the, pro, the, get the, pro, uh, the promised land in its proper context. In, in, in the Christian church, we often think of the crossing of Jordan in terms of a believer who dies and now crosses over into heaven. Now, that's beautiful, sounds good, but that ain't it. <laughs> you know, that, that ain't it all. The truth is, crossing over the Jordan is really the beginning of challenges. You need to read the story. Crossing over the river of Jordan is really the beginning of their challenges, and all it really meant was that there, once they crossed over the Jordan, what it really meant is it ain't no turning back. Yeah, yeah, the river is closed up behind you, and now you ain't got no choice. You got to fight. <laughs> See, that's some folk living on this land. That's some folk that you got to drive out. And now the river is closed up. Now you're in a position where you got to fight. Although it was the land of promise, that God said was theirs, there were people living on that land. Y'all ain't hearing me. Read the Bible. The Hittites and the Amorites and the Canaanites and the Pezzarites and the uh, Hivites and the Olimites. <laughs> they, they were living. They were living on that land. Matter of fact, one of the cities had a wall around it called Jericho. Y'all hearing me? So, so, so that, that wall had to be penetrated. It, it wasn't the beginning of getting it. Yeah, they are across the river. Now you got a battle for this promised land. So now you begin to understand why God had to test them in the wilderness. You understand why he had to try them in the wilderness. Andre Crouch said it best, I believe, when he says, my trials come to make me strong. You begin to understand, yeah, that those things that I was complaining about out there in the wilderness, God was getting me ready all the time for what he has. And so, but back, back to the stones. They were commanded, 12 men, one from every tribe, to go back into the riverbed, you remember last week, pick up one stone, bring it back, to the edge of the river and come back to the riverbank and right there, I want you to set up a memorial. Set those stones together. Stack the stones as a memorial so that once you're on the other side and the waters of Jordan are flowing again, the water has closed up, everybody is back to normal, I want there to be something to remind them of what God did. Are y'all hearing me? I want there to be a memorial. I want there to be something there so that they will never forget what God did. Isn't it amazing 
that God would have to be concerned with anybody forgetting and act like that. Just opened up a river. Folk have gone across on land. Isn't it amazing that God would have to be concerned <laughs> that folk would forget that? He's miraculously opened up this river. The truth is, the truth is, my brothers and, and sisters, God knows us. <laughs> and, and he knows that there are folk who will walk through doors that he has opened and never even acknowledge that it was him who opened them. Y'all hear me? God knows, as a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, yeah, they'll go through those doors and they will pat themselves on the back. And, 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 or, or they'll give that credit, give the credit to some doctor or some lawyer. Y'all ain't hearing me. They'll give the credit to some banker somewhere. God knows, God knows that there are others. There are others who will be so totally enthused with what God has done and, 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 and will always remember it. They'll be enthused by it. They'll remember it for a while. How, how, how many in here, in the sound of my voice, know, how many of you are old enough to know what happens to our memory over time? How many know what happens to memory over, over time? But then, there's another crowd. There's another crowd that will remember, another crowd that will never forget what the Lord has done. They will spend their whole lifetime shouting about it and praising God for it, but then life comes to an end. Are y'all hearing me? And the sad part is that testimony leaves with them. So, God says, what I want you to do, build a memorial. Build a memorial. And the thing that's going to give value to the memorial, strange enough, the thing that's going to give value to the memorial is the curiosity of children. <laughs> you can always count on a child to want to know. Always count on a child. What is that? What does that mean? Who did that? How come? How come? You can always count on a child. And so build a memorial. And when they ask, y'all ain't hear me, set the memorial. So even if it slips your mind, your children will remind you by asking, what do these stones mean? Y'all ain't hearing me. And when they see the stones, and when they ask, listen, grown folk, you need to have something to tell them. Part of our problem is our children want to know, and we ain't got nothing to tell them. 
Are y'all here? Oh, they are asking the questions. But we don't know. Uh, we, didn't, we, we are not talking. We are not telling them. We tell them, get up out of our face. <laughs> are y'all hearing me? They, they're going to ask. And we are not giving the answer. You need to give them an answer. And in answering, you have the opportunity to tell them what the Lord has done. Y'all ain't hearing me. Oh, the Lord, my brother, the Lord has brought us from a long, long way. And our forefathers and our foremothers have, have, have left some memorials along the way. But somehow, somehow in the name of trying to keep up with current times, somehow in the name of, uh, 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 of trying to be modern, we, we're kicking over memorials. Y'all hear me? They left them. They, they left them, but somehow we are so modern and we are so, 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 so good and such trailblazers that we're going along kicking over the memorials. That him. We, we, we think everything started with us. And we kick over and make fun of the memorials that have been left. In our fight, and I brought this up last week, in our fight against tradition, we are destroying our own memorials. See, I told you last week, tradition is the living faith of the dead. We think we are uh, against tradition. No, that ain't it. What we are fighting is traditionalism. Traditionalism is the dead faith of the living. You need to know the difference between the two. The living faith of the dead is that thing that grandma and grandpa handed down to you. Are y'all hearing me? Yeah, they knew they would be going on, but they also knew that although I won't be here, they need to know what I know. Y'all ain't hearing me. The songs we sing and the way we sing them. Songs we sing still in, in, in Salem Church. Oh, hymns, raising hymns and stuff like that. The, 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 yeah, yeah, the, those are memorials. They are memorials. And oh, oh, we don't have to stop producing new music. Yeah, we don't have to stop producing new stuff. But, 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 and we, we, we don't need to stop producing and go back and just sing that only, but I'm just saying we don't need to kick over the memorials. Y'all hearing this? That, that, that old hymn form, that old hymn form that we used to have, that form, the form, and, 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 and the hymn form, and it, it was more than singing to our parents. Yeah, yeah, we, we, we said, I don't like that old stuff. But no, it was more than that. They were handing us something down. We missed it. They were handing something down. It was communication to them. Y'all ain't hear me. It was survival to them. Right in the master's presence. Those enslaved folk working in the field, could be heard singing 
And a whole lot of folk made fun of it. Now this morning, they didn't make fun of talking about them old cornfield ditties. But they would be out there singing. Oh, I couldn't hear nobody pray. Couldn't hear nobody pray. Way down yonder by myself. Couldn't hear nobody pray. We look at that and we laugh. We say all that crazy stuff. What they were saying is that Massa is down on the other end of the field. Y'all can go on and get your stuff together right now. He can't hear you. That's, y'all ain't hearing me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, they were passing down to us a way of living. Our foreparents singing praises to God in the field. And they're singing praises to the master's delight. Master sitting there patting his foot talking about how good it sounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And every once in a while, and you've heard this, you just didn't know what they were saying. You hear old folks saying, when you, when you, when you, when you moan, the devil don't know what you're talking about. You ever heard that? Let me tell you what they were doing. Let me tell you what they were doing. They, that we got a message coming through. And while Master is sitting there listening, and he's enjoying this, what we're about to say now, he don't need to understand. So what we'll do, we, we're going to moan now. And he won't have a clue. So all at once, monsters that patting his foot, they plan an escape. And guess what? The devil is him. They handed us something. They handed us something. And I'm not sure we understand the value of what they handed us. Oh, I, I've, 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 I've learned. I've, I grew up using this stuff. I'd be on the job with all them crazy folk. And I'd, be, I'd, be, I'd, be, I'd, be, I'd be walking around humming, humming. Satan, we're going to tear your kingdom down. Satan, we're going to tear. Are y'all hearing me? They gave us something. Sit down, servant. Was not a song about being lazy. They were communicating something. Are y'all hearing me? You got to study history. Servants were not allowed to sit down in the presence of masters. Go back and look at your old movies and stuff. You ever noticed that you never saw a servant sitting down? Especially the master walked in the room, they had to stand up. You could not sit down in the presence of a man. But, but sitting down was not a message of being lazy. Sitting down was an act of defiance. Y'all ain't hearing me. And that's why they didn't mind lifting their voices and say, when I get to heaven. <laughs> Are y'all hearing me? Sit down, service, sit down. And then they come with another thing. See, we were so creative, folk. We say, you know what? When I finally get that, my, my soul's so happy that I can't sit down. Y'all need to learn this language. Need to learn. These are memorials. They're memorials that have been, yeah, yeah, been left so that when our children ask, why y'all singing that? Y'all hear me? 
when your children ask, why they singing them old songs? Why they sing like that? When your children ask, why y'all dress like that? Y'all hear? You ought to be able to tell them these stories. You ought to be able to tell them why, why y'all, why they dress up like that? You, you, you ought to tell them, you know, what we do, the reason I dress like I dress, I dress like this because when I go before God, I want to go and present to him my best. Tell him, tell him, tell him. Now, now, now the mistake we make, the mistake we make is uh, we put the emphasis on what we are wearing and not the fact that our goal is to give him our best. Are y'all hearing me? So what we want them to learn is not what to dress up in or how to dress like us, what we want them to learn is how to give God your best. You got to get the message. You got to get the message. Right. So when they ask, what do these stones mean? It's not time to tell them how deep the Jordan River is. <laughs> When they ask what these stones mean, it ain't the time for you to tell them how cold the water was. Y'all hear me? When they ask you what the stones mean, you need to tell them that it, is, it means, it tells us that God brought us. Y'all ain't hearing me. When they ask what the stones mean, tell them that God brought us, backed up the waters and brought us safe to the, it's a chance for you to tell them about the living faith of those who have gone on before us. We've got to learn, we've got to learn the importance of memorials. We've got to learn the importance of, of that they've been, they, they, they've been set before us. But, but then, not only do we need to learn the importance of those that have been set before us, we need to learn how to set some memorials. Our children are going to need something. They, they're going to need to know what you know. They're going to need to know what you, we got to learn how to set some memorials. I, I've got pictures. I've got pictures of 625 East Myrtle Street. I, I got pictures of it. The little four-room house. Nine folk live. I got pictures of it. I got, I got pictures of it. Yeah, I got pictures of 288 Bailey Street. In the projects. Because I want my grandchildren, my grandchildren need to know that I didn't start out at 5609 Orchard Place. Cross. Are y'all here? They need to know that I ain't always been at 5609 Orchard Place Crossing. They need to know where I started. How, are y'all hearing me? They need to know where God brought me from. I, I didn't always drive. And they, all, they need to know this. I, I didn't always drive a brand new Ram truck. I got some pictures of a Datsun B210 with slick tires on it and a piece of wire on the carburetor to make it. Are y'all hearing me? Didn't start here. That's. <laughs> you, you, you need to learn how to build memorials. And when they see these things, when they see these pictures and when they hear these stories and ask, what does all that mean? Papa, why you hold on to all that old stuff? Papa, why you got all them old pictures? Are y'all hearing me? What does it mean? Well, it's my chance 
to tell them about the God who brought us. Y'all in here, it's my chance to tell them that he kept me through danger seen and unseen. It's my chance to tell them that God made ways out of no way. James Weldon Johnson said it best, lest our feet stray from the places our God where we met thee, lest our hearts drunk with the wine of the world, we forget thee. It's all about memorials. It's all about setting memorials. But then there is another memorial. I'm through now. This is about as loud. Y'all don't have to holler today, do I? Have another memorial. Jesus sat down with his disciples toward the end of his journey. And, and somehow at the end of his journey, he wanted to make sure I'm about to give you something. And I want to make sure that you never forget what it is that I'm doing for you. The Bible says that he took bread. And after he had given thanks, he said, this is my body given for you. Then he took wine and said, this is my blood that, that, that is shed. He's setting a memorial. And he says, now, the thing that I want you to do, I want you to keep doing this, and as often as you do it, whenever you do it, the reason I want you to do it is because I want you to remember, y'all ain't hearing me, Oh, I know, I know, I know, I know. You, you wonder how in the world can you forget somebody who loved you enough to die for you? How can you forget somebody who's willing to shed their blood for you? How can you forget? But he said, lest I forget. Do this in remembrance of me so that you'll never forget how much I love you. So you'll never forget that I went to a cross so that you'll never forget that I died, but sure enough, so you won't forget that Sunday morning, I took the sting out of death and robbed the grave of victory. This morning, this month, and hopefully this year, we can continue to celebrate what God has done. And that's what our history is. Our history is really his story. It's a story of what God has done, how far he has brought us from. And so as we celebrate, as we celebrate, and even today, as we celebrate the ultimate sacrifice, if you're here today unsaved, the word of God is clear. If thou wilt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. You're here unsaved, let me invite you to come. You're here and you don't have a church covering. You need a church. Already saved but don't have a church covering. You need to be moving now. Yes.